It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Good morning and welcome once again to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. Delighted to be joined by Dr. Svetlana Schifrin Douglas here today. She is an endocrinologist at St. Mary Medical Center. And Dr. Schifrin Douglas, thank you for your time. What does an endocrinologist do? Uh, yes, hi. Good afternoon. Um, thank you for inviting me. Uh, well, endocrinology is yeah. uh, um, it's a field which study uh, hormone production in our body. So basically, it's most common would be a thyroid, uh, pancreas, uh, pituitary, adrenals. Um, so all of these organs producing hormones, and this is what I treat and uh, evaluate. All right. So we're gonna you're gonna walk us through metabolism as it relates to endocrinology. Uh, what is a person's metabolism, and how does it fit into weight loss? We hear that connection all the time. Oh, yeah, it's a very popular topic, and uh, people come to me with all this information uh, that you get from Internet and trying to sort it out, what is <laughs> true, what is not. Mm -hmm. So basically, uh, metabolism, its uh, definition is its chemical process which occur in our body uh, to maintain life. Uh, its metabolism is divided in two kinds. One is a constructive, actually when you build your tissue. And, and second part is destructive, which when you lose uh, uh, energy, you lose your tissue. So I think when people talking about metabolism and weight, we more talk about a second part of this uh, destructive part of metabolism when you uh, burn your calories. Well, Dr. Uh, Schiffer and Douglas, we all have a metabolism. It's working in all of our bodies, but... It's not the same for every person, right? I mean, some people have a high metabolism. Some people have a low metabolism, different chemical processes going on in those different individuals. Well, yes, sort of uh, uh, you have to correct. Problem is our metabolism is different. But it does not mean metabolism is, is slow or high. Everyone has, a, or most of us, uh, has a normal metabolism. It's just slow com compared to, let's say, your friend. Got it. And, uh, or to your neighbor, or someone, uh, someone else, so, uh, or your sibling. Uh, but it doesn't mean your metabolism is slow or high, just how you look at this to compare to somebody else. Right. There's some exception, of course, and this is what I guess we'll talk a little bit later. It's all relative, I guess, right? You're comparing that metabolism with others. So would it be fair to say a high metabolism, you're burning more calories per day? A low metabolism is burning less calories per day? Yes. Yeah. It's in comparison uh, if you have a two people same age uh, 
same diet, same exercise, one, uh, no one is the same. One will lose more weight, another one lose less. Well, yeah, some has a high metabolism, some have the lower. Both have the normal metabolism, but to compare it to each other, this is what we're talking about. Right, right. Yeah, sometimes I'm uh, sweating away doing a high-intensity interval training routine and hoping to uh, change my metabolism. How difficult is it for people to change their metabolic function? Well, since it's determined genetically, it is very hard mm-hmm. on people who has a uh, slow chemical process, uh, which be determined, uh, let's say, based on their genetic, they need to work uh, twice harder on a person who has a faster rate. All right. So, obviously, the impact of metabolism can be uh, pretty significant when it comes to weight loss. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And... Uh, I guess we also want to get into some other factors that impact weight. How does metabolism and some of those other factors work sometimes together to make it more difficult to lose weight for people? Well, if a person has uh, a slow metabolism compared to some other uh, person, uh, and on top of this, you add uh, not good food choices with uh, uh, high calories, and you cut down the amount of exercise uh, because gym have been closed. I mean, you're creating a, a perfect uh, snowstorm. You just start gaining weight. Right. I, or it's impossible to lose it uh, doing what you have been doing. I like to try to stay active and uh, keep my body moving so that I can keep it functioning the way I want it to. Um, as far as your your weight loss and the metabolism and your endocrinology impact, I've heard the saying before that you can't outwork your fork, meaning no matter how hard you exercise, if your diet is not a proper one and full of junk food and bad stuff, then it doesn't matter how intense your, your exercise is going to be, you're not going to be able to outwork your fork. Uh, it is would be if you eat a lot. It's sometimes impossible to lose a calorie of what you consume by exercising because it would be just human impossible to exercise so much to burn this calorie as we eat. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, I see this a lot uh, happening, and people think they can uh, exercise more and lose what we just ate for last dinner. And it's just uh, sometimes impossible for them to do so much exercise to lose it, this calorie which they just consume. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. I I always try to – I try to work out and also uh, enjoy all the food that's out there. But sometimes those things are kind of in conflict with one another. At least it seems that way in my life. As people stay active and get moving – Dr. Schiffer and Douglas, are there other medical conditions that sometimes can affect a person's metabolism outside of how active you are or just your typical uh, genetic makeup? Yes, and this is what my uh, endocrinology comes uh, to evaluate uh, this uh, 
Probably, uh, I, I don't there's different statistics, but uh, I would say on average, uh, um, not many, but I would say 10% of people who struggle with weight may have uh, some endocrine disease which can affect their ability to lose weight or slow down this destructive uh, metabolism. It basically make them uh, harder to lose um, their uh Dr. Schifrin Douglas, how about other lifestyle choices that people make? I'm thinking smoking, drinking. Do those things have uh, something to do with your metabolism or complications when it comes to a person's endocrine system? Well, it doesn't affect endocrine system, but it does affect your lifestyle, does affect your stress level, uh, affect uh, how much you sleep. Uh, uh, what food choices you make uh, and how when you eat um, and uh, I'm uh, generally speaking they uh, they say there's expression uh, in uh, eating habits uh, uh, because our metabolism is actually changing throughout the day and high metabolism is in the morning and later in the day it's slowing down and actually uh, slow metabolism after dinner. So they have this expression, if you want to stay healthy and start losing weight, uh, eat your breakfast, share your lunch with your friend, (laughs) and give away your dinner to the enemy. (laughs) Well, that, that to me is fascinating in that your metabolism isn't steady throughout the day. It's not the same all the time. And I guess if you you eat a big meal, like that big uh, dinner feast, it's going to slow you down a bit. I, I think we people feel it, that. It Certainly stay, people feel it. It will stay. This is why I would say don't eat later at night, because <laughs> uh, dinner will stay with you for longer than your breakfast will. We're talking with Dr. Svetlana Schifrin-Douglas here on the St. Mary Healthline on WBCB. We thank her for her time. Uh, Dr. Schifrin-Douglas, how about uh, treatments or uh, things patients can do to get past whatever metabolic issues are troubling them and, and, and start to lose some weight? Well, I would start with, um, I mean, generally what we say in exercise and diet, uh, be a healthy style, but if person do this uh, and they don't lose the weight and they get concerned, something is wrong in the mouth, and everyone knows, if they cheat on their diet, they know that we just don't tell doctor. But if truly they believe that they have been good with their diet calorie and they exercise and but they weight, not just not going down, but uh, actually gaining weight. I think this is when a uh, uh, time to get to be seen by a doctor. Uh, I would happy to see this uh, uh, patient, uh, this person, uh, to be evaluated for possible endocrine causes uh, or hormonal causes to slow down what they call slowing down their metabolism. And there's this, uh, they need to be uh, to double check, make sure we don't have a disease which will interfere with, uh, 
with uh, rare biology to lose weight. Gotcha, gotcha. We're talking with Dr. Shifrin Douglas, an endocrinologist with St. Mary Medical Center. And if you're looking for more information about Dr. Shifrin Douglas or any of the topics that we get to on the St. Mary Healthline, you can go to trinityhealthma.org. Again, that helpful website, trinityhealthma.org. A ton of information there, including more on what we're talking about today, metabolism and other conditions impacting weight loss. We will return in just a moment with Dr. Svetlana Schifrin-Douglas for more of the St. Mary Healthline in just a moment. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. Sweetie, want some fruit? You have to use the right tool for the job. A power drill is the wrong tool to slice fruit. Just like an antibiotic is the wrong tool to treat viruses, including colds and flu. Antibiotics are only needed for certain bacterial infections. When they aren't needed, antibiotics won't help you, and the side effects could still hurt you. Ask your healthcare professional when an antibiotic is the right tool and when it's not. Visit cdc.gov antibiotic dash use. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Welcome back to the St. Mary Healthline on WBCB. Great to have you with us this morning. And we thank Dr. Svetlana Schifrin-Douglas for her time. She's an endocrinologist at St. Mary Health Feasterville. And again, more information about our topic du jour, metabolism and other conditions impacting weight loss at trinityhealthma.org. That's trinityhealthma.org. Dr. Schifrin Douglas, can you go into a little more detail about some of the other health conditions uh, and if treatments are possible for uh, these metabolic issues? Oh, sure, of course, I would be happy to. So, um, an endocrine condition which will affect uh, your weight, ability to lose or uh, gain weight, uh, is the most most commonly seen is would be a um, combination of uh, metabolic syndrome with insulin resistance, uh, pre-diabetes, uh, and uh, uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. All of this, I put them in a the cluster. If you, I mean, we can talk each of them individually, but it takes a long time. But basically, all of this is all around the person having uh, excess weight, difficulty to lose weight due to uh, having insulin resistance. And there's some other mechanism which we still don't know. Uh, all of them can be treated. Uh, it depends uh, on the uh, evolution. There is a medication we can have been using, like a metformin, in some cases. Uh, other one is going to a, uh, a thyroid. Uh, thyroid is again one of the frequently uh, seen a uh, disorder in uh, uh, throughout uh, our population, and the thyroid can be high or can be low. I do see weight gain, uh, not necessarily as a, with low thyroid, which is a, 
uh, if you Google it, it's a very common symptom of low thyroid because metabolism is supposed to slow down. But I actually uh, have been seeing some weight gain in people who had a high thyroid. Uh, and opposite, I saw people started losing weight when they develop a uh, low thyroid. So, uh, so it's this is why a thyroid uh, needs to be evaluated when there's a, um, a weight gain or an ability to lose weight is unexplainable. It's out of proportion of person eating exercise. And another organ in the uh, endocrine system is adrenal gland, which produces stress hormone uh, called cortisol. It's a very, very rare condition uh, called Cushing, uh, which excess of cortisol production uh, by adrenal or sometimes by pituitary, which produce too much of cortisol, and this leads to a very rare but uh, severe disease called Cushing, which comes again with a uh, Central obesity, with uh, 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 round face, with uh, uh, increased risk for high blood pressure, depression, diabetes. Um, so this most commonly uh, seen a problem with people who has a um, what they call a low metabolism or obesity evaluation. And this is what I do as endocrinologist. I do see these people and do a uh, endocrine evaluation for these organs, these diseases, uh, to rule them out so person knows if they have it, they know how to treat it and what to do about this, and if they don't, great. Uh, we know they uh, need to go back to more exercise and, and more strict diet. Right. That, getting those answers must feel pretty good for patients who are unsure of what's going on. Dr. Schiffer and Douglas, give us a timeline, if you could. Everybody is different, but how long should people, if they think that they are eating right, exercising, how long should it take before either they, if they don't see results on the scale or they're gaining more weight than they thought they would, uh, when is it appropriate after making some of those lifestyle changes to reach out to yourself or another endocrinologist and ask some of the questions that you're you're getting at? Well, I don't know a precise answer to this. I don't think it has been uh, studied anywhere. But I would say after three months, for sure, because in this three months, you should see some results. Right. And three months when you're really at it, that's quite a long time. As you say, you should, as long as people are... Uh, adhering to what they're claiming. I think that's another issue when you're dealing with weight loss and diet. Sometimes I don't even realize throughout the course of a day what I have consumed. I, I know some recommend journaling and writing down your food intake. Uh, that certainly is a helpful way to recognize how much you're putting into your body. But if you don't do that, sometimes it may be tricky for patients really to know if they are eating right or not. I agree with you. I think keeping journal uh, is a good idea because uh, we forget it. Uh, not just patients uh, who try and diet, but uh, it's just uh, very common to forget. You eat something and uh, you got so busy, and later in the day you don't remember snacking on this. And snack is a calorie too. But if you write it down every time you put something uh, in your mouth, you remember that the day you look and said, like, oh, my, I need to really pay attention to what I'm doing in between my busy schedule. Dr. Schiffer and Douglas, if someone suspects that they may be suffering from uh, 
one or more of the conditions that we're describing, what should they do? Well, they definitely should contact the provider. Uh, I would be happy to see them. I, um, my thought, if person is concerned enough to come to be seen or seek the help of a uh, physician, it needs to be taken seriously. And I would be happy to provide uh, uh, endocrine evaluation to make sure we don't have any endocrine uh, disorders or diseases uh, which would interfere with viability, in our case, uh, lose weight or cause any other symptoms they experience. And again, trinityhealthma.org, the website for more information. And uh, your office located in Feasterville, Dr. Schifrin-Douglas? Yeah, it's correct. All right. What uh, else would you like our listeners to know about metabolism and other conditions that may be affecting and impacting their weight loss? I think we covered everything. Uh, I would be happy to come back and answer questions or some topics which our listener would like to hear more about. Uh, but at this point, I think we, we did a good coverage of, uh, of everything. Could we need to go in-depth next time, as you were describing, uh, where we could go organ by organ and uh, getting into kind of how the endocrine system works and uh, you know i think uh all those those glands and the functions of the body i think are are little known by uh, many people with us today checking in for the saint mary medical center so i think that would be uh great information to share and we should do it next time because we'd be opening up a whole a whole new topic of conversation and uh we got to wrap up today's St. Mary Healthline with our thanks to Dr. Svetlana Schifrin-Douglas, an endocrinologist at St. Mary Feasterville. And again, more info, trinityhealthma.org, trinityhealthma.org. Dr. Schifrin-Douglas, this is something that so many individuals struggle with, and they're looking for answers to these questions, maybe reaching out, figuring out if it could be an endocrine type of situation, going to get them on the path to better health. Yes, thank you very much. And this is I'm here for to help uh, people out uh, where I can have been trained uh, and do my best uh, uh, to figure it out, how uh, to help them. Real quick, before we let you go, doctor, uh, what was what kind of training for an endocrinologist? Tell us about your path that led you to St. Mary Medical Center. Well, I have my uh, medical training, uh, a medical school. I finished it in Russia, so I'm fluent in Russian. Um, and I finished my residency at uh, Harrisburg Hospital in Pennsylvania. Uh, after finishing residency, I went to a fellowship uh, for endocrinology and metabolism, uh, which I completed uh, in 2005 at the 10th State Hershey Medical Center. Uh, after completion of my uh, fellowship in 2005, uh, I stayed at the Hershey Medical Center as assistant professor uh, until, due to a family reason, I moved to New Jersey. And uh, um, I spent about five, six years uh, in New Jersey, and now I'm back to Pennsylvania, and I'm very happy to join St. Mary Hospital, and here I am in the first office. 
and and here you are on the health line on WBCB. Delighted to have you and uh, so happy that your path has led you to St. Mary Medical Center where you can join us and you can help our listeners get some answers. Again, Trinity Health MA, one way to find out more about what we've been talking about. And uh, that'll do it for this St. Mary Medical Center health line on WBCB. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary Orthopedic Team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447 St. Mary or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho.